It's Thursday, September 23, 2010. Look out, 1998 and 2005, 2010's shaping up to be the hottest year ever. Coral reefs totally stressed, wouldn't you be? Plus, the safety of Gulf seafood, the labeling of frankenfish, and which came first, the chicken? I respectfully decline to answer the question based on the protection afforded me under the Fifth Amendment of the Constitution. Or the tainted eggs. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. 33 miners in Chile have been trapped underground, and we've all been praying for their safe return for over six weeks now. To put that in perspective, that's almost as long as we cared about the Gulf oil spill. True that, Stephen. This is your Green News Report. The Green News Report relies on you to stay independent. Please stop by our website at greennews.bradblog.com and donate to our work so that we can stay on the airwaves offering you not boring green news. That's greennews.bradblog.com. Okay, Des, autumn is now underway. What do you have for us today? Well, another round of international climate negotiations are slated for Cancun, Mexico in December. But this week, the U.N. climate envoy, Todd Stern, said climate talks have been, quote, going backward and no one is expecting or anticipating in any way a legal treaty to be done at Cancun this year. As the negotiations stall, the world grows warmer. NASA reports that the first eight months of this year, January through August, were the warmest globally in 130 years of record-keeping, shaping up to surpass both 1998 and 2005. Fossil fuel industry propaganda for the win. Rising global temperatures are stressing coral reefs around the world. Marine scientists say this year they are seeing signs of mass coral reef bleaching and deaths of coral reefs around the world. This is only the second time in recorded history this has been observed, reports the New York Times. Coral reefs under heat stress go into survival mode, which causes them to lose their color or bleach, and they can eventually die. The last time mass coral bleaching was observed was 1998, one of the hottest years in history, when an estimated 16% of the world's coral reefs died. Scientists have predicted for years that coral reefs would be an early warning system for climate change. Have I mentioned fossil fuel industry for the win? In an exclusive report, rawstory.com says that despite federal assurances that Gulf seafood is safe to eat, independent scientists and public health experts are expressing serious concerns about the long-term effects of consumption of contaminated seafood from the Gulf due to the presence of heavy metals and cancer-causing chemicals found in crude oil that some evidence indicates can accumulate in the food chain over time. Officials with the FDA and the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration say that all fish and shellfish in reopened federal and state waters have tested well beneath the level of concern for these substances. But these scientists say there is no data on long-term effects, and they call for monitoring of Gulf seafood for at least three to five more years. It's alive! It's alive! It's alive! Earlier this week, we reported that the Food and Drug Administration's holding panel hearings to determine whether to approve genetically engineered salmon for consumption the first genetically engineered animal to be considered. The independent panel says that while genetically engineered salmon is almost certainly safe to eat, they do recommend... Almost certainly. 
They do recommend that the government pursue a more rigorous analysis of the possible health effects and environmental impact. The recommendation, however, is not binding on the FDA, and the FDA also now appears likely to not require labeling of transgenic salmon for consumers. And I know there was also talk from the salmon industry about being able to label non-Frankenfish as natural. It appears that FDA regulations would not allow that because that would imply that the natural salmon is somehow (laughs) better or more healthy, and FDA labels aren't allowed to do that. Then genetically modified food industry for the win. A House Congressional Committee held a hearing on Wednesday investigating the recall of a half a billion eggs in August due to salmonella contamination that sickened over 1,600 people. In wide-ranging testimony that included two victims of the tainted eggs, the owner of the largest farm at the center of the recall, Wright County Egg, apologized. We apologize to everyone who may have been sickened by eating our eggs. The owner of the second facility involved in the recall, Hillendale Farms, invoked his Fifth Amendment right against self-incrimination. After 10 years of trying, new rules for egg safety finally came into effect in July 2010, but that was after the tainted eggs were shipped. When asked why the new rules took so long to get approval, FDA Deputy Commissioner Dr. Joshua Sharfstein, who's been on the job for only a year, testified that career employees said the Bush administration declined. The prevailing attitude at the time with in the administration was that regulation was an evil that should be avoided unless there was a compelling argument for government action. How's this for compelling? People are getting sick. Good Lord. Bush administration for the win. To read about that and much more, check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. Download us for free on iTunes. Listen to us on your mobile device via Stitcher. Follow us on Twitter at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report for the win. Feel my-